So I tape these and then post them on our uh, Conduit uh, podcast and on the Conduit Facebook page. So for some of the guys that are jumping in, just a reminder that you guys are muted and I've got my buddy John Alice on. And uh, let me just pray us in, John, and we'll get going. Perfect. Lord, good morning. Thank you for reminding us of the power of nature last night and that um, you weren't surprised like I was from the storm. And I think that's a great reminder for me this morning as I prepare for today's battle, uh, whatever you have in store for me, that you would uh, equip me, my friends, uh, co-leaders, and that, uh, that you would speak through John and just give us words of encouragement and building us up. In Jesus' name, amen. John Alice. Amen. Long time friend. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah. Um, as Jerry said, I'm John. Um, as a kid, I grew up here in Cincinnati. I would consider myself kind of a typical Protestant. And during this particular season uh, at my Protestant church, we celebrated the big wins. So Palm Sunday, Jesus Victory Parade, and Resurrection Sunday. And uh, those were just great. But my Catholic friends had a lot of different traditions that for me were very confusing. I didn't have a context. I didn't have any understanding. So they celebrated Lent. They celebrated Ash Wednesday. They celebrated Monday, Thursday. They celebrated Good Friday. And I just, that was all lost on me. So as an adult, when I moved back to this area, I made it a point to learn what those traditions were and why they mattered. And that has been a huge blessing for me. I'm greatly indebted to my Catholic brothers and sisters for their tradition and the way they've held them. I say that because today is Monday, Thursday, not Monday, Thursday, but Monday, Thursday. And the way that sounds makes me feel like we should be sad. We know that good Friday's coming and it's just, it just sounds downcast to me, but that was not the intent of the church fathers in any way. What this commemorates is a new mandate that was given to us on this day by Jesus. Jesus gave us a new command. In John 13, 35, he says, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So he gives us a command and he elevates it to love as he loved. So let me set the scene where this, this happens. This is, uh, we're reading out of John's gospel. So John 13 to 17 is basically five chapters of monologue by Jesus on the last night of his earthly ministry. And it starts with Passover, which he is, you know, reorienting for us towards communion. And he declares that this is a meal that he's eagerly desired to share with his disciples. He wanted to do this. He wanted to be here. He wanted to celebrate with them because this is his last pep talk. This is the final deal. Last halftime talk, the last let's go get them. Yeah. He knows what's coming. Yeah. And he packs in all the stuff. He tells them the good, the bad, the ugly, the whole nine. I'm going to be betrayed. I'm going to be falsely accused. I'm going to be unfairly condemned. I'm going to be beaten. You're going to abandon me. You're going to be scattered. You're going to deny me. He tells them the whole nine. And on the other side of the table, the disciples, being good Jewish boys, are there to celebrate Passover. And so they're taking all this in, and it's it's confusing to them. And they're in the midst of this meal, and they 
they can't or they won't or they don't hear it. They just don't get it. And so when the events begin to fall, it absolutely rocks their world. It catches them completely off guard. They're shocked, they're stunned, they're scattered, and they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And as leaders, many of us feel this way about COVID-19. Yeah. We're shocked, we're stunned, we don't know how to proceed, we don't know how to move forward, we don't know what normal looks like anymore. And in response to this, many of my friends and people that I've heard have been praying Psalm 91. Yeah. It's a great prayer, but Psalm 91 tells us that this is coming. It says 10,000 are going to fall at your side, that there's a deadly pestilence coming, and God's offering protection, but we knew this was going to happen. We didn't know it would look like this, yeah. but we knew it was going to happen. So the challenge today for you, for me, is how do we get onto Jesus' side of the table? How do we get onto that side of the equation? Yes. Because today, Jesus is not unsettled. He's not uncertain about his plan and purpose on the earth. He's not confused. He's not scrambling. He's not under-resourced. He is the king of the universe, and he is in control. Now, we are uncertain, or we can be, and frankly, we should be. That's okay. But we want to lean into Jesus during this time and abide in him. Yes. Want to crawl up into his arms and begin to access the resources, the perspective, the strength that he has. Just like salvation, where we called up, crawled up into his arms and asked him to do for us what we could not do for ourselves. Today, we want to do that again and just accept what he's offering to us. So Jesus gives us two keys to help change our perspective. Back to John 13. Before he gives the mandate or the command, he gives us an example. So the first key that Jesus has is the example of what it looks like to love. It's a look of love. And if you remember, he begins that time together with his disciples by washing their feet, humbly serving them in the place of the lowest servant. This was the nastiest job. The lowest man on the totem pole got it, and no one would do it. So Jesus stood up, undressed, and did it himself. And he looks at his disciples after that, and he says, do you understand what I have done for you? And in verse 15 of chapter 13, he says, I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. So the first thing that we need to know is how do we love like Jesus? How do we serve like Jesus? How do we follow this example today? Before COVID-19, you loved and served by providing opportunity for your team, providing income, uh, providing them challenge like either in the trenches, side by side, getting after a problem and fixing it, creating an opportunity and developing it, or up from that bird's eye view, seeing where the greatest leverage was and moving your team and directing them into success. And you were able to do that face-to-face and hands-on with your team. And that's just not an option now. Even providing for your team now has been a heartbreaking challenge for many small businesses. How do we love and serve our team now? So the second key that Jesus gives us to do that, first is the perspective of love and service humbly. The second key is authority. Mm. Now, this is not 
in the context necessarily of your business. It's not the org chart. It's not you as the founder. It's not on your business card. But it's authority that comes from Jesus to every one of his disciples. And it's authority that is given in response to Jesus being recognized as the Christ. In Matthew's 16th chapter, Jesus and the disciples are in the northern part of the kingdom of Israel, and he's making a U-turn and, and marching towards this confrontation in the city of Jerusalem. And he's conversating with the boys, and he says, who do people say I am? Who do you say I am? Peter, of course, jumps up and says, you're the Christ, the Messiah. And in response to that recognition for his disciples, we're his disciples, we recognize Jesus as Christ. He says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. He gives us authority yeah. to bind and loose, and it's a key to loving and serving our team right now. How do we love and serve our team from a distance? How do we use this authority to do that? So I want to commend to you a practice of binding and loosing and blessing and cursing. And I've taken this from a um, ministry out of Wales called Local Houses of Prayer. Hmm. Local Houses of Prayer. Uh, this was created uh, by a man named Roy Godwin, G-O-W-I-N, Roy Godwin, Local Houses of Prayer. And basically, he encourages us to stand in our authority and to bless or to loose God's good promises over our teams. And he prays through two models to do that. One is the Lord's Prayer, which you're all very familiar with. The other is the acronym BLESS. So five days a week, he prays each one of these letters and bless. B, he blesses their bodies with authority. L, he blesses their labor. E, he blesses their emotions. S, their social circles. And S, their spiritual man. Mm. So I'd like to close out today by modeling this for you and by praying blessings over you right now. So um, again, local houses of prayer, Roy Godwin. He prays one minute for five different people on each of these topics daily. So, Father, I bring to you these leaders today, the ones that are on this call, the ones that couldn't make this call. And I agree with your plan and purpose that each might come to know you and honor Jesus as Lord and Christ. Yes. I ask that you would send dreams, visions, and divine encounters to each one. And today, God, we pray that you would lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, we pray your divine protection over their bodies. We speak life to their bodies in Jesus' name. We loose, Lord, the immune systems to function as they were designed to function. We uh, ask that everything they take into their bodies would strengthen that. We bless their dermis to protect them the way you designed and created and intended it, God. You would make it whole and full and rich. We bless them with good sleep, with rest, that their bodies would be renewed and strengthened. We loose peace on their minds as they lay down, that they would lay down with you and in your comfort and in your peace and in your power. We bless your love for their bodies right now. God, we bless their labor. Give us this day our daily bread. Mm. Lord, we thank you for your 
provision for us, that you give us purpose in the day, in our labor. And we bless uh, these leaders right now with creative ideas. I bless them in their labors with divine insight, with the ability to hear your voice behind them. This is the way walking it, whether they turn to the left or to the right. I bless them to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit and to be full of his love. And Lord, we just, um, we bind the work of the enemy against their business. That's good. We bind fear. We bind that in Jesus' name and we loose creativity. We lose freedom. We lose joy in Jesus' name in their labor. Lord, we want to uh, bless their emotions. So our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your character one is, Lord, is one of emotional strength and stability. That we are founded and locked into that. That we stand in what you provide. And I bless them to drink that in. Mm. I bless them, God, with um, emotional uh, resources that are poured into them that they then not only internalize but become a conduit to others, a place of strength and peace in uncertain times that they would be a conduit. God, I bless them to speak peace, to manifest it, to loose it on the earth in your name, Jesus. I bless them emotionally to be honest in their pursuits and in what's going on. I bless them, God, to have healthy outlets for the angst that they're feeling. We bless them in your name, Jesus. And we bless their social circles, God. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. God, we bless their marriages. Mm. We bless their partnerships. We bless them with forgiveness, God, the lubrication of the Holy Spirit that sets us free to love one another to forgive as we have been forgiven. Lord, I bless that to work. I bless short memories and long hearts, Lord, of love and service towards those close to them. I bless them in their families to be a a place, a resource, a strength, a hope for their children, for their spouses, for their neighbors, Lord, for their team. I bless those circles. I Bind, in Jesus' name, the lies that would tear that apart and separate them. The work of the enemy, the father of lies, I bind it in your name, Jesus. I ask that you would cast those lies down, that you would expose them, and you would break their power now in Jesus' name. Lord, uh, we pray that your kingdom would come and that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we want to bless the spiritual man in each person. Lord, I bless it. I bless the salvation, Jesus, that you have provided. I bless the transformation that you are working in each and every one. I bless them, God, to hear you standing at the door and knocking today, that they would open the door and invite you in and that you would come and sup with them and share with them, that you would sustain and nurture them. I bless that because it's your heart. I bless it in them, Lord Jesus. I bless them with faith. I bless them with the ability, Lord, that mustard seed to reach up and take hold of what you're offering. I bless it in your name, Jesus. I bless grace that they would live in that. Thank you for your faithfulness, God. You're amazing. Amen. Amen. Love you, John Alice. Well done. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. See you.